Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. I hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Wednesday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin, the language nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily whenever I feel like posting on TikTok and on Tumblr. My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at polyglotazrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T. A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. You can also simply search Azrin the Language Nerd on your favorite social media platform. So again, that is spelled A-Z or Z, R-E-N, the Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. I'm a little bit tight on time today, and so we're gonna dive right into the three major language learning things that I wanna talk about. First and foremost, I recently purchased one of those translators. Have you seen them? They're, it's made by a company that is called Ely, I think it is. It's spelled I-L-I. And essentially it is this like white little device that you hold. It fits easily within the palm of your hand. It's very lightweight. Um, if you wanna see a picture of it, just go to my Instagram. I posted a picture, it would have been like yesterday, I believe. So very, very recently. Feel free to go to my Instagram and check it out. But basically what you do is you push this little button on it, you talk into it in English, and it's then going to spit that sentence out and actually speak it for you in either Spanish, Mandarin, or Japanese, depending on what setting you have it on. I've seen a lot of ads for it. I've been seeing a lot of tech and devices and such that are like this. And I decided that finally it was worth actually purchasing. I was curious to see how well they work, but also I was curious because me, I'm a language teacher. I make, I earn my entire living on people wanting to learn, to learn languages. And if there is a technology that can potentially remove the need of the need for someone to learn a language, it's something I have to understand so that I can make necessary adjustments in my work or I can be prepared for it or whatever the case may be. So that's the main reason I, I bought it is because I want to be in touch with any developments that are coming out in the language learning space that could affect my line of work. And overall, let's just start here. The device is not bad. I've not tested it like crazy yet. I've just had a, I've just played around with it. I'm going to be testing it more in depth over the weeks to come. But from the initial initial test that I did, it seems pretty effective. You speak something in English and it spits it out in French, Spanish, oh, sorry, in Spanish, Mandarin or Japanese. I speak Spanish, I speak Mandarin, Mandarin so I can judge those translations. Generally they're fine. I will say this, the one major drawback from this particular device is that it is only one-way translation. And what that means is that, let's say I'm traveling, okay? And I speak into this little device and I say, I'm looking for the Eiffel Tower, or I'm not, not I'll be French, let's do, let's do a Spanish one. I'm looking for whatever, um, blah, 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 tourist site. And I say that in, in English. It's gonna spit that out in Spanish, which is fantastic. But here's the thing, there is no functionality for someone to speak in Spanish and for the device to translate to English. So it only translates from English to another language and not from another language into English, which is problematic, obviously. And so as a traveler, there is definitely a usefulness to it, but only to a certain degree. So I think what would be nice to see is that if there was a two-way functionality where someone could speak in Spanish or, or whatever language and it translates to English, that would be a very useful thing. 
And of course, not to mention that let's, let's take a look at this. Let's say you don't speak English and let's say you are, you're learning English or you don't speak English or you speak French and you're looking for French to another language translation. Obviously in those kinds of scenarios, this particular device is completely useless and, and does not really work. So overall, like very quickly, just the initial observations of it is for a traveler, for a traveler's purpose, if you're going to Japan or a Spanish speaking country or, Man or like China, Taiwan, Mandarin speaking country, yes, there is definitely a certain usefulness to it. For the price point, I'm not sure. It's about 200 and is a little over, uh, what was it? 215 or $220 US. So for the price point, I, I don't know if you're just gonna buy it for like a, a two week, three week trip. I'm not sure if that's quite worth it, but there is a certain level of functionality. I know for my purposes, it was interesting to me to see that if it worked about 25% better, like for example, if it was slightly more accurate, if uh, there were this two-way translation, if it was offered in a couple of more languages, the craziest thought occurred to me is I was like, oh, I'd use this. And that's crazy because I love language learning. But I thought to myself, yeah, I, I, I might use this. I might, in a, in a pinch, if I need it, I might carry this little tiny thing around because it's really small, it's easy to carry. Yeah, I might carry that around as, as a tool, like I might use it. And if I would use it, that means the general population would use it. So that to me was an indication that, okay, if the technology gets to a point where it is really effective and useful and it's not really glitchy and it's offered in more languages, it does work in a two-way kind of way and it really does continue to advance, which my, my guess is that it will, you know, that, that's going to affect, that's probably gonna affect me. I've talked about this various times over the, over the past couple of years on, on all my social channels, but it's something I, I continue to keep an eye on and yeah, I think that kind of wraps up that one particular topic. Another language learning thing, the second thing I wanted to talk about today was a small little thing that occurred to me earlier as I was driving, is that a lot of people, at least myself, I do this, and I've noticed now that I'm thinking about it, other people do this too. We, generally speaking, when we're, when we're listening to someone speak in another language, we do a really good job of listening to the first part of the word, but we do a really bad job of listening to the back half of the word. So for example, if we have a, a word that has three syllables, such as, I don't know, like alligator, alligator, that's four syllables. Okay, four syllables, alligator, okay, alligator. That's a four syllable word. We're definitely, all of us or most of us are going to hear the ah. We're gonna hear that really well. Most of us will probably hear the ali, ali. We'll probably hear the li. But then by the time we get to gay and by the time we get to tur, like by the time we get to that final syllable, we're gonna have a little bit of a problem. And a lot of us, a good percentage of us are going to stop listening essentially. And we're not gonna be able, we're not going to clearly hear that final syllable. And so basically the biggest thing I wanna, I wanna point out to you guys here is that um, when you're learning another language and you're struggling with listening comprehension, I would just strongly recommend that you listen to the end of the word, the ends of all the words, the end of the sentence, the ends of the phrases. Listen all the way through the end. Keep your focus, because what tends to happen is that we listen to the first chunk, we catch it, but then our brain starts to get lost because the sounds are unfamiliar or the words are unfamiliar. And so we spend more time on being confused than we do on, on anything else, right? And so it's just a really, really big thing that I recommend is you have to listen right through to the end of the sentences, ends of the words, like the very, very ends of the phrases, etc. That's gonna be something that really, 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 really 
helps you guys a lot. I think similarly, when you're listening right through to the end of the word and you're really focusing on getting like the last chunks of the word and like the last chunks of sentences and not just the initial phases. The other thing that can really help with is that it can actually help with your pronunciation and your overall, um, I guess, yeah, the pronunciation and accent when you speak, because you're going to catch certain things in terms of how people, how native speakers are saying things that you previously just didn't hear because you weren't listening for it. So again, big thing that I recommend for you guys. The third thing and the final thing that we're going to talk about today in this in this podcast episode um, is something that I completely forgot what it was going to be. <laughs> I had this third idea that was a really good one and I don't remember what I was going to say anymore. So shoot. Okay, I remember now. I thought about it. Um, so basically what it is, is our brain Weirdly, I don't know if this is true, but this happens to me and I've seen it happen to a few other people who speak multiple languages. I often find that our brain only has space for two, really has space for about two major languages. We have space for our mother tongue and then we have space for one other language. What I mean by that is, let me explain. So currently I am doing a lot of Mandarin study. I'm probably doing about... I would say at least an hour a day, sometimes up to three hours a day. And often my study will be, will be a little bit more passive, like I'll be watching a series online or I'll be doing whatever, but it's one to three hours a day, pretty consistently with Mandarin studying and practice and whatnot. And what I've been noticing is that when I go to speak in any other foreign language that I speak, Spanish, French, Gujarati, things like that, when I go to speak in those languages, the craziest thing happens. My brain first, jumps to Mandarin, and I have to remind myself that, no, 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 Azrin, we're not jumping to Mandarin, we're jumping to French, we're jumping to Spanish. I've had this biggest, I've had this issue mostly with French, like trying to speak French lately has been a little bit more challenging than usual. I was even telling some people today that I feel like I'm losing some of my French. <laughs> and um, because it's literally, that's what's happening. I want to speak in Mandarin because that's just the habit that I have. And it's kind of like, English will always be there. English will always come to me. But whatever, like, whatever foreign language is next, like, there's always going to be one language that takes up or primarily occupies my brain. And all other foreign languages now become secondary and, and kind of difficult to reach or more difficult to access. It's a random little thought. It doesn't really affect how most people learn languages. Not really. It's, it's, there's nothing we can really, I'm not sure what there is to learn from this. I don't know. But it is a very interesting thing that I've noticed where, at least for me and a few other people I've seen, not everyone, but I've noticed this with some people, our brains only really have the capacity capacity to, to focus on our mother tongue and one other language and everything else. If we're trying to do more than that, it's obviously possible. And of course we can do it. Like we can, I can switch between languages and such, but there's only, we can only really heavily focus on so much when it comes to, to learning another language. So anyway, I know this was a shorter podcast. We're only at what, 10, 11, 12 minutes. What is it? Almost 12 minutes here. But like I said, I've got a lot of stuff that needs to get done. It's about 12:15 right now. I have, I'll be teaching at two from two o'clock all the way to about uh, eight o'clock today. So I got a six hour teaching day. Um, and I've just, got, I've just got a lot of stuff that has to happen between now and two o'clock, a little bit of preparation, a couple of like important emails and such that I have to answer. And then after eight o'clock, there's gonna be probably an hour, hour and a half of work that's remaining. And so kind of a big, a big day where I don't have a ton of free time on my hands. So 
we'll wrap this podcast up a little bit, little bit early. Anyway, thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. And we will talk next time. Bye for now. See you.